0: This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the movie Big Hero 6 and Fortune Cookies. You're listening to... What month is it? Yeah. You're listening to Lunchbox Reaction and it's May 2023.
1: <laughs> it's a different order than regular, but sure, will go with
0: that. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Thank you. How are we doing this
1: week? I'm Evan, and I'm doing pretty good. And I'm Brian, and I'm doing okie-dokie. Or Alright,
0: should we get started with our pop culture references?
1: My pop culture reference for this week is that the new Star Wars show, Star Wars Visions, has gotten a second season, and I've started watching it. Dad, you joined me while I was like halfway through watching the first couple episodes. What did you think of it? Pretty good so far.
2: like the animation.
1: Yeah. If you don't know what Star Wars Visions is, it's basically just Star Wars recruiting different animation studios to make short little stories for them. And there's a lot of fun studios that they're using for this season.
2: My news is something that we stumbled across this week, Evan and I. I was sitting reading on the computer, and I discovered that the game Hogwarts Legacy, which has been out for a while, and I don't think any of us have played it, right? No. But apparently they just had an update recently, and they have arachnophobia mode. So all the spiders in the game are turned into silly-looking, like just a body of a spider, and then the legs are all on roller skates, kind of like how Ron, you know, how Ron in the movies and the books was scared of spiders, and then in the class he had where they were all facing their fear, he he changed the spider into a silly-looking thing on, on roller skates. So they... They kind of made this mode for people who are in real life scared of spiders, because, I don't know, I guess it was freaking people out. And it, and reading the article, I guess there's a whole genre of games that are doing this. They're having special modes for people who are scared of things, which is the first I'd ever heard of it. I think it's pretty fun to do
1: that.
0: I want to see like a video of a portion of a spider on roller skates in the game. My news for this week is that there's a trailer out for a new Disney cartoon that's called Haley's On It.
1: When did you watch it? I did. Yeah. Well, I
0: watched. I watched like a few little portions of it. It's yeah. So people are since the Owl House and Amphibia and all those kinds of shows are all over, Disney needs more cartoons. So people are thinking this is gonna be the next new really big one. I wouldn't say
1: it needs more cartoons. It just needs more like story driven. Yeah. I mean, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is a bit. And there's also The Ghost and Molly McGee, but those aren't. Yeah, but
0: you wouldn't really put those in the same category as, like, Owl House and Amphibia. I guess not. (laughs) I
1: think Moon Girl could go up there, though. It's a good show.
2: All right, so that's all of our pop culture news?
0: It is.
1: Okay,
2: let's move on to the main topic this week. We're going to talk about the movie Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6 is a 2014 American computer animated superhero film. From Walt Disney Studios, the movie is loosely based on a Marvel comic called Big Hero Six and I don't know if either of you have looked at any of those comics, but it's other than the names, it seems nothing like the movie, and I'm kind of glad of that because they seem really weird <laughs> i don't know ha- yeah. have you have you looked at those I've seen a tiny
1: bit of them I've yeah,
2: because in the different. comics, Baymax is like a a mutant lizard or something what <laughs> it's Really strange. Anyway, uh, back to the movie. (laughs) Uh, The movie was directed by Don Hall and Chris Williams from a screenplay by Jordan Roberts. The film featured the voices of Ryan Potter, Scott Adsit, Daniel Henney, T.J. Miller, Jamie Chung, Damon Wayans Jr., Genesis Rodriguez, James Cromwell, Maya Rudolph, and Alan Tudyk. The movie tells the story of Hiro Hamada, a young robotics prodigy, He's looking for something to do with his life, and he the movie starts where there he's uh he's kind of wasting it on just going to back alley robot fights. but his brother gets him to join i mean his... that
0: big back alley robot fights doesn't sounds like a fun way to waste your life <laughs> <laughs>
2: it does doesn't it uh anyway his his older brother gets him to go to geek school and learn about robots, and he meets a bunch of friends there. And uh, hilarity ensues. I don't know. The m- movie's been out since 2014. Did, can we give spoilers, do you think?
0: <laughs> mm, probably.
2: Probably. Okay. It's not the most popular Disney movie. What? Wait. Oh, them's fighting words. What? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? <laughs> it's them's
2: not the fighting? Most, I, it's not the most popular Disney movie. No. Oh, that no. makes me sad. I think it's a great movie. Anyway, so Hiro goes to school with his older brother, Geek School, as he calls it. He meets Tadashi's friends. He uh, he wants to get into the school. He has to be invited because he's so young, and he spends, I don't know, some kind of a, well, montage time. He spends montage time creating. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: seems like, like a day or, or three or four or... I'm guessing
2: it, It I don't know, from the montage it looks like a few weeks maybe, yeah. a month. He spent some time developing these little mini robots that are controlled by your brainwaves and he gets into school. Uh, unfortunately, someone wants to steal his robots. There's a <gasps> big explosion on fire and Tadashi is killed. Hiro oh. <gasps> doesn't want to go to school, but he inadvertently activates his brother's pet project called Baymax which is a personal healthcare companion Baymax and Hiro set out to find out who is using these uh these microbots that he created and then uh, yeah we'll just leave it at that so yeah the mystery ensues sounds like yeah. a good uh, yeah
1: that works all right
2: all right that works yeah yeah so uh this movie came out in 2014 i believe we all went and saw it in the theater do you have any memories of
0: i remember well, I don't remember seeing it in the theater, but I remember the day you came home with the movie in the physical case, and you're oh. like, "Look, we bought it."
2: <laughs> yeah, we got it. It was in a steel case, I believe. It was one of those
1: special ones. Yeah, I don't remember watching this movie in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember like one time watching it, and, be, and that like being the first time. But it was at our house. I suppose you would have been four. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember it that well.
0: I remember it being really scary. It is scary
2: at parts, yeah. There's uh, So, I guess we can just get right into... I was never
1: scared of this movie as a kid.
2: Yeah. I don't know why. I think the part where Baymax kind of turns scary, is that... Yeah, that was scary. I was thinking about that the other day, about how Baymax comes with his memory drive kind of thing that that Tadashi had made, and it's the healthcare protocols or whatever. And then there are other slots there, and, and Hero makes a karate chip and sticks it in there so that Baymax knows karate. <laughs> and when they're fighting the evil masked person... Evil masked person. And we don't want to give away who it is. And it seems like they're losing, and then and Hero takes out the healthcare chip, and all that's left is the karate chip. Baymax turns evil. And I was thinking to myself, is, is karate evil? Because <laughs> that's kind of what it seems like. <laughs> Because the only thing left in Baymax, and, and maybe there's some internal programming, I and mean, there must be, because. But I just thought I was thinking of that the other day, kind of those, those shower thoughts. Like, what? Wait, if we take out healthcare, then the only thing left is karate, and then Baymax <laughs> is evil, and his
1: eyes glow red. <laughs> Remember, kids. If you if you ever teach somebody karate, make sure I also teach them healthcare. Well, it's not evil. that
0: Baymax. Baymax was evil. It was just that his healthcare was was what was present, preventing him from following Hero's orders. <laughs> and so yeah. then once it was taken out, then he was able to just do what Hero wanted.
1: I mean, Hero just did say, "Baymax, terminate him."
0: The the eyes glowing red was a little scary, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange how in that scene the whole camera angle shifts because you know Baymax when you see Baymax and even when Baymax is in his armor and he looks cool he's not really scary I mean he looks cool he looks fun but when his eyes glow red and then suddenly the camera shifts so you're more looking at it from a from down and looking up at him and he's it's it feels like he's much taller and has more of a presence and he just moves different it's like oh yeah this guy is kind of scary <laughs> So I thought that was a neat
1: way that they animated that. We have a Baymax minifigure from Disney Infinity. Yeah, we do. And we have the hero one. They were the only two that are made. Now. So
2: Big Hero 6 has a pretty cool aesthetic, I would say. It's, it's a cross between American and Japanese culture. What did San you think
0: Francisco, of that? San Francisco and Tokyo. <laughs>
2: yeah, San Francisco.
1: I actually know the origins of San Francisco in that story. You do? Yeah. Okay, tell us. Basically... After the San Francisco earthquake, which is a real-life event, in this world, people from Japan and immigrants started like helping to rebuild most of the city. So afterwards, like they renamed the city and based a lot of it off Japan culture.
2: That's the story of San Francisco. Yeah. Where'd you get that?
1: YouTube. Oh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> is it canonical?
2: I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Uh, so one cool thing about the city, I think, is those... Floating air... Metal things. Mechanical <laughs> objects that are way up in the sky. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. What do you think they are?
0: I always thought they're for, like, harnessing the wind.
1: M- wind farms? The thing is, they have, like, rockets at the back of them, so they would be, like, wasting more electricity than creating it, I feel like.
0: But they might just be to look cool.
1: <laughs> and they're made out of metal, so, like, how do they stay up? Yeah, that...
2: So that's kind of one thing I was wondering is they're, they're on these cables. They're floating above the city. They're they're metal because at one point they fly up there and sit on them. And you can see big wind turbines inside them. And another thing I noticed that each one of them is has a real custom paint job. You just noticed that? Well, no, but what I'm saying is like who would notice that? Like the guy in the street, is he going to be looking up, admiring it when he's, <laughs> you know. Uh, Planes. Planes, well, planes—that's kind of a hazard up there, I would think. I don't know. I'm just, just all these weird things I'm thinking about with this movie. Yeah, hopefully there's no airports nearby. I mean, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I think they're cool. I, I, I love this movie. It's just great. One thing that I noticed when we were re- rewatching this is all the little touches in the movie that make it feel so real. Like, just even at the outset, when Hero is doing that bot fighting. And he's putting money in the plate and he's he gets a wad of cash and it's all crinkled and then he even drops in like a few pennies, like that's gonna make a difference, you know. It's just <laughs> kind of funny. Or when Hiro first goes to nerd school and meets Tadashi's friends and arguably you're you're getting introduced to all these friends, but if you watch in the background there's all these crazy inventions going on, like like there is a cat with rocket boots Uh, There was a floating shark going by at one point. Like, like, what what are all these things? Who is inventing cat
1: cat rocket boots? Do do cats really need that? (laughs) Somebody watched the movie Sharknado and they thought, wow, that would be a cool college science project. So
2: Hira goes to this showcase, right, to try to get into college. And I noticed that he's just more or less wearing his same old street clothes. Do Do you think he should have dressed up for a college application?
0: Maybe a little bit. I mean, I guess if his if his invention is cool enough, that it doesn't matter if he's dressed up. I mean, no one else there looked dressed up.
1: I think it adds to the coolness the fact that, this, that he just walked in, and just presented the best thing without looking, goodly dressed.
2: And I love this scene because we have the setup of who is good and who is bad in the movie, because right at the outset, you know, we think that. A certain individual is bad just because of the way things go down and then we think of another person as good and then our expectations totally get subverted and I, and I like that i think that's that's pretty cool
1: i think this movie like some people don't like it just because it kind of kick-started the entire disney movies only having plot twist villains oh really era yeah because it was like the first movie like that and then there were so many movies after like that, like Frozen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the big reason that I think some people don't like it just because of that plot twist and Disney ma- started making them hmm. a lot more afterwards. I don't know.
2: I think it works. I, I mean, I I
1: like it. Yeah.
0: But I feel like if a really like brainy, smart person was watching the movie, they'd be able to figure out who the twist villain is.
1: You think
2: so?
0: Yeah, because they're hyping up like Kraya the villain so much that it's going to be like obvious since it's a person wearing a mask that it probably isn't that mm. and then he'd be the only other character who matches that frame
2: So Baymax, let's talk about Baymax himself. Baymax is a large inflatable robot built to be huggable and non-threatening. Do you think they achieved their ideal? Would Baymax be a fun healthcare companion to know?
1: Yeah, Yeah. probably. I think the Baymax show demonstrates what most people think when looking at him.
2: (laughs) He's just sort of a big, huggable doughboy kind (laughs) of... Like the Pillsbury (laughs) Doughboy. (laughs) But yet he's He's still anime-ish. I was reading about his design. They didn't really have a design in mind, and they got some anime artists. In fact, one of the artists who designed Mecca for um, Eureka 7, he actually helped design Baymax's look. So I thought that
1: was kind of cool.
0: I can see similarities. Mm-hmm. We should watch that
2: show more. <laughs> yeah, we have to finish it and then talk about it.
0: We have like two episodes left. <laughs>
2: And then another thing I noticed about Baymax is that his inflation speed varies on the need of the plot. Like like when he first activates, he can inflate in about three seconds flat. But at other times, it takes, you know, it takes his arm like five or ten seconds just to inflate one arm.
1: I think it depends on battery level. (laughs) Oh, okay. That makes sense to me.
2: So some of the side characters. We should, let's talk about them. So we've talked about Hero. He's our main character. Hero's uh, brother Tadashi, who dies in the fire. Baymax <gasps> is the robot, and then we have this this group of friends from the nerd school. Do you have any favorites that you want to talk about? Fred. Fred. Okay. So so tell us about Fred.
0: Well, he doesn't go to the nerd school. He's like the the school mascot. Like he just goes around wearing the mask. The costume i guess <laughs> which is is that like a job you can get you get paid for it
2: i think people at football games wearing the costume might get paid but i don't think he gets paid so i think he i don't just...
0: know why he just hangs around there i guess <laughs> because he friend... loves science <laughs> it doesn't seem like he knows a lot about it
2: no no yeah that and that's another thing too is that
0: he's like make me an invisible sandwich <laughs> well that's not really science <laughs> You, you're just eating a sandwich and everyone else thinks you're crazy.
2: One of my favorite lines of his was, nothing is better than free food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Fred. And Fred, we find out, is actually super rich. Yeah. And and I guess his parents, or at least his father, are superheroes and have a tropical island hideout somewhere his father is Stanley <laughs> yeah his his father is Stanley this was back in the time when when Stanley was in all the movies so yeah that's kind of <laughs> fun so in addition to Fred we have uh we have wasabi
0: i like wasabi
1: i like the skater girl better
2: gogo yeah and then we have honey lemon i like that each of them have a very distinct personality so all of these you know college students are are portrayed as being super smart, right? But they're all very distinctive. Like uh Wasabi he's very timid. He's kind of the scaredy cat of the group, even though he's the largest of them physically. You know, he doesn't like flying. He's always worrying. He's the worry wart kind of person, which which I think is, is fun. Gogo, she's kind of the punk standoffish person of few words. Uh but when the going gets tough, she takes over and takes charge. One of my favorite lines of hers is, "There are no red lights in a car chase." I, how
0: many car chases has she been in? That, <laughs> this is something she knows.
2: Yeah, yeah. It suddenly becomes Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, because cause she can drive like the best of them. It's it, it's fun that that they all are very distinct. I think it's, I think it's funny when they like when they do their first mission and they fly out to that island with the big signs that say quarantine. Yeah. Again, you would think that they're also smart. They would know, Oh, quarantine. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be here. <laughs> no, no. They just I mean, again, the the worry work Sabi. He's like, Hey guys, it says quarantine. No one else really listens to him. They're taken off.
0: I mean, they've got like superhero powers at that point. Like it's too late for them to back out. <laughs> Who cares about quarantine?
1: <laughs> that, that's pre COVID. Nobody cared about yeah. quarantine back yeah, then. Yeah, this was
0: before COVID. Back yeah. then, sickness eh
1: yeah, that is true.
2: Yeah. So does the movie feel different post-COVID when you see quarantine? Is that?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's maybe like, oh, maybe they should have taken that more seriously.
2: So at at the heart of the movie is our 14-year-old protagonist, Hero, who who has to learn his lesson. You know, like, you've got a Disney movie, so you have to sort of learn a lesson.
0: You say that like it's a bad thing. Oh, you have to well, learn a lesson.
2: <laughs> well, cause, so Hero has to has to learn that it's not really revenge he's looking for, right? Because he's out, he's out to, he wants the mask back, he wants to know who killed his brother, and then he, you know, he sicks Baymax on him and tells him, you know, destroy. And, you know, his his new friends say, no, you you can't do that, we didn't sign up for that. and And it's really that confusing time, and he takes off, and he's trying to fix... Baymax, because Baymax's helmet gets damaged, and he's trying to fix Baymax, and and Baymax keeps asking him, "Is this what you want? Is this you know, would you know would, would hurting him make you better?" And and he "Yes, no." It, um, and I think that's the lesson that he has to learn that that no matter what he's feeling, you know, hurting someone else isn't going to bring his brother back. And I think you know that's kind of the lesson he learns. Mm. Yeah, I think that works. And then, of course, he has to teach that lesson to Callahan, right? Because he's because yeah. it's the same thing. Callahan is out for revenge. It, you know, they're they're similar things. And and whereas Hero has some friends that teach him that Callahan doesn't. You know, he's he's alone and he's by himself.
0: He's a sad old man.
2: He's a sad old man.
1: Poor yeah. sad old man. There's that
2: point, you know. It there's that point at at the end in the big. Uh, in the big fight where where it almost seems like Hero is going to get through to Callahan, because he's, like, he's telling him that, you know, that revenge isn't going to make you feel better. It's not going to bring her back. And the look on his face is kind of like, oh, yeah, he's right. And then Cray opens his mouth like, yeah, yeah, listen to the kid, you know.
0: <laughs> and I yeah. keep
2: thinking, Cray, if you would have just kept your mouth closed, it probably would have ended right there. But no, no, he, he opened his big mouth and then,
0: he had just not begged for his life for one second. <laughs> right,
2: right. Yeah, yeah. seriously, cry. The second big climax is when uh, Hero and Baymax go into this alternate dimension, and they're trying to save Callahan's daughter. And Baymax gets damaged, and he can't escape. Do you remember how you felt the first time you saw that, knowing that you know Baymax,
0: Baymax is gonna die? Oh, I was probably sad. I was probably crying. Yeah, as a little seven-year-old. I, I
2: don't remember don't anything. Remember. Yeah, no, I remember just being like,
0: "No, <laughs> how are they going to get out of this?"
2: I, because I, I kept thinking they, they can't, they can't kill this cool robot. But of course they didn't. You know, they he snuck out his healthcare chip, and Hero was able to reactivate a new version. So Ooh-hoo. that's good. Yay! <laughs> Sorry for spoilers. <laughs> but the movie has been out what for <laughs> seven years, eight years? Huh?
0: time.
2: Yeah, we're on that. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, I think just eight years. Eight years, yeah. Anything you two want to talk about?
0: Uh, what about the music?
2: Ah, yes. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up. It's on my list of things to talk about.
0: Well, I got there first. Okay,
2: so talk about it.
0: Um, the music has like a very distinct vibe. It's like if I heard that music anywhere, I'd immediately be like, yeah, I know where that's from.
2: <laughs> the music is done by a gentleman named Henry Jackman. And he did uh, most. Well, let's see. He's done. Uh, he, he's done a wide range of stuff. He did uh, X Men movies. He's done Winnie the Pooh, Wreck It Ralph, Puss in Boots. He did movie the music for Detective Pikachu. So he's done all kinds of stuff. But yeah, the the music in this movie, I I really like it. It it's very. Um, I want to fe- say it feels very futuristic in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, for for all the technical parts where you got you know, robots and, and cool inventions. And yet at the same time the the superhero theme is just great. The theme when the when the team is flying around or fighting and it just it just feels like you're soaring through the air with, with Baymax and Hero. The music just it just works so well with this movie.
1: Yeah, this is the mo- one of the movies where I notice the music with the scenes. Like most of the time like the music just kind of fades in with the scene but the music f- and the scene feel like separated, but also really close together, and I I like that. Yeah, enough. like
0: with how to train your dragon.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just the score couldn't be any better. I think it's it's just perfect. Yeah. So I've always wondered why there was never you know, Baymax Two. Big Hero Six Two. Well, Big Hero Six <laughs> Two. Yeah, I, I keep Baymax, it Baymax. 2. Yeah, Big Hero 6 2, or, you know, of course, that in they would call it Big Hero 7 or something, you know, the way they do with numbers. But I guess I've always wondered why they haven't made a sequel. You know, they've made these little animated shows, and we talked about one. We talked about Baymax, which I think is why I keep calling it Baymax, rather than Big Hero 6. <laughs> and there was another animated series, which, have either of you watched
1: that? I've... I think I watched like the first episode and I thought wow this is average and then I
2: Yeah, I feel like I feel like I watched that too
1: and I just thought oh, this is so different I didn't I didn't enjoy it.
0: Wasn't that the one about Baymax dreaming?
1: Well, there's that show and then there's also like an animated like cartoon one. Uh Yeah, so so
2: I guess none of us have watched any of those. It seems like such a good movie that they could make a sequel, but then at the same time, I don't know how they could top the original, because <laughs> I think Like,
0: it's... I don't know what they would do, like, kill off another character and have <laughs> another arc.
2: I mean, there's a lot you can do with the, the technology, you know, some, something develops and they have to fight it, or... it be about ChatGPT taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could do it now. <laughs> artificial intelligence. I mean, Baymax is kind of an artificial intelligence.
1: Yeah. That would be an interesting plot. Baymax GPT. (laughs) That'll be the next movie. Final ratings. Sure. I'm going to rate this movie an 8.5 out of 10.
0: Why are you knocking 2.5 off?
1: I feel like some parts of it feel a bit rushed, but also a bit slow, depending on where it is. I I think you need to work on your math, Linnea.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, I realized that after I said it. You don't <laughs> need to point that out. I was just going to let it slide. But, like, you had to of. I it. let it
1: slide. Why didn't you, Dad? <laughs> Come on, Dad. You ought to be It's the not math a math police. podcast.
0: We all knew that it was wrong after I said it.
1: Just we were all <laughs> aware this. of it, Dad. Even mom knows it.
2: All right. Lene, well, what do you rate it? Um,
0: I'll rate it a 9 out of 10. Well, and,
2: and why I did you take off? Points why off. did you take off two and a half points?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: mm. Well, I don't know, because I, I think it's a really good movie. It's just not like ten out of ten, like amazing, perfect. How to Train Your Dragon, but like it's a good movie. Okay, for me, I,
2: I love this movie. I think it's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's ten out of ten for me. Cause I, wow, yeah, I really enjoy this movie. It, it's always one that I. I could probably watch anytime, just like How to Train Your Dragon.
0: But How to Train Your Dragon is better. Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah. How to Train Your <laughs> Dragon is better. Yeah.
1: How to Train Your Dragon is an eleven out of ten.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: If How to Train Your Dragon is an eleven out of ten, then this would be a ten out of ten.
2: All right. Anyway, there's our quick talk. I don't know about quick. We're already pushing over half an hour here. Um,
0: <laughs> fortune cookies. <laughs>
1: time to move on to, cookie. <laughs> oh, yeah, to fortune cookies. We got fortune cookies. What the? Mine is really interesting. An important email will be arriving shortly. Check your inbox. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Never got a tech one before. That's a little goofy. I guess it works with take care of six.
2: <laughs> Mine says, you will discover the truth in time.
0: How much more time do you have left? You've already lived like 50 years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god. Well, I
2: mean, it's better than discovering the truth late, I guess.
0: Hmm. Be considerate of your teachers.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I'm just so inconsiderate all the time, I'm just giving them so <laughs> yeah, much geez,
1: We get so many bad reports about Such you,
0: a little man. troublemaker.
2: All right. Well, there we go. That's another episode in the can of Lunchbox Reaction. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with another episode as usual. For now, this is Brian signing off.
1: This is Evan signing off.
0: And this is Linnea signing off.
2: And we'll see you all next week at, at the, the Lunch, lunch Table.
0: table
1: bye fortune cookies underground is baby
2: is that your fred song no for fortune cookies
1: get the fortune <laughs> cookies put them on the ground they're in a bowl the bowl is clear probably got it at a target some tile